All right, so just going live to to break down this trade. Welcome back, everybody. Sports with the Z's been gone for a while, but I had to bring it back for uh, a trade I can't help but be happy about um, for for my Mavs. Look, this isn't a perfect trade. It's pretty damn good. I know there were character concerns about Christian Wood. He's on an expiring deal. But we really weren't going to get much with the 26th pick. And uh, to offload all of those subpar players, um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy about. Um, full, full breakdown of the trade. My friend Ethan actually sent me the, the full details. So uh, we traded Bobon, Sterling Brown, Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, and the number 26 pick, all for Christian Wood. And uh, I think this is a really smart move by the Mavs. Um, not sure exactly how it'll shake out, but you know, at the very least, we cleared our roster, uh, the bottom of our bench to to maybe sign some more impactful players. I am really sad to see uh, Boban go. Uh, he's like Luca's best friend on the team, uh, so it's a bummer to to see him gone. Um, but other than that, I, I think this is a pure win of a trade, and Wood's going to make I think about thirteen million this year. Um, there's, there's a lot, I'm sure a lot more will come out about details of the trade. Um, but, but yeah, um, I'm going to pause every now and then during this episode, just, just cause, uh, I'm getting so many texts from friends cause I'm the only Mavs fan. They know, uh, I see Matt in the audience, uh, taking some time away from his abs to, to tune in. Um, yeah, uh, I want to give maybe a few extra minutes here to see people hop in and, and want to talk. Oh, they, let's take a call. Yo, what's up, Matt? I just want to say, let's go abs, baby. I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you're even on your phone right <laughs> now. Um, how, how are you feeling about the game so far? Pretty excited, man. It's uh, 3-1, looking good, you know? Playing the yeah. Old- yeah, well, what's this trade? Who's who's uh, Christian yeah, Wood? Yeah, the Mavs. Uh, so I mean, so so the narrative, you know, going in this is uh, the Mavs like got cooked in the playoffs, but they had like one of the worst centers. They had like the worst center in the playoffs, and it's like that was a must address position. Um, and uh, you know, we gave up barely anything. We gave up our late first round pick. His name's Christian Wood. He's a really talented player. He gets like 18 points a game, seven to 10 rebounds. Um, the, 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 the reason he was available is because he's a little older for Houston's timeline. And there are some questions like about his character and, and his motivation, but it's as good of a trade as you're going to get. When you have a player like Luca, you can't really hope you can invest a lot of time in the 26th pick of the draft and, and not improve immediately. So uh, just a rapid reaction. Um, but I want to get, you know, let's go off topic here a little bit. W- what are your thoughts? I actually just got back from work, so I wasn't able to, to watch the first period. What have you seen from the abs so far? How do, how do you think? Oh, I actually just got back from work too, so okay. I'm not, not a true fan, you know. Yeah, well, obviously you're up 3-1, but. Uh... I scored a five on three. Vasilevsky looking a little shaky here. But, uh, yeah, I don't was know. Was he not hurt, or did I – was he hurt or no? He, no, he was that's, that's he wasn't. Okay. Um, 
So, 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 so it sounds like you're feeling good. Yeah. Not too much to say, man. Uh, just, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, appreciate you calling in Matt. Uh, Cheers, I, man. uh, yeah. Um, if anybody wants to, wants to jump in, call in, talk about it. Um, I'm hyped about this trade. Um, I think, uh, I think there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I'm going to take Grayson's call. Uh, Grayson, what's up, man? Just tap uh, the unmute button, or I'm actually just going to invite you to speak, and you can just yo. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, what's good, dude? I how is this value not any more than what we just gave up for him? Well, you know, I'm texting my one friend who's a Rockets fan, um, and he said I I texted him just fleeced, lol, and he said I don't know who fleeced who. He said he's good for y'all though. Look, man. 26th pick, like that's pretty fucking late. You know, I, it's, a late, it's a late pick and three players that aren't in our rotation. So, well, so, it, so, 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 so I think, Grayson, that is like the tipping point to where, like, even if we had just like swapped the 26th pick for Christian Wood, I would have been like, you know what? Because, like, you know, there's, I actually in the recent days had come to terms with uh, us, like, all right, Nico, new regime, like, Let's value the draft. Like let's let's get good pieces and try to find yeah. like like a Derek White at the end of the draft, a Jordan Poole, of Robert Williams. Like that is actually how you sustain success. At the end of the day, though, even really good teams like have a tough time finding those gems. And more importantly, actually, with Luca, like with Luca, uh, in context, it takes time. And all these other teams that have hit it late in the draft, it's time was a luxury, or it was like like part of their plan. Like when the Celtics drafted Robert Williams in 2018, like they had Kyrie on the roster. They already had Tatum Brown. They could afford to. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. We don't have the team that we want to build around to where we can identify what we're looking for late round. Like we would always be just taking best player available or just like someone that has high upside, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. For me, this is pretty much just the pick 26 for, Christian Wood because it's kind of reminding me a little bit in the way of the KP trade where yeah. those players that New York got back like they waived them or I guess Dennis Smith Jr. was obviously like still an asset at that time but this is like they're not going to play either of those three guys yeah, yeah it, it it's similar from the perspective of the deal that like the Mavs gave up way more pieces but if if you're a betting man which team got the best has the highest like of the best overall? Talent. We got the best player in the, in the in the deal, so that's a good start to any deal that you ever do. Who who got yeah. the best player? We got the best player, so that's a good start. And then also he's on a pretty reasonable deal, so it's not like we're oh, trading for five? Rudy Gobert and we're spending forty million dollars on a center. Like we still have flexibility around the. Well, Grayson, Grayson, isn't it also an expiring deal? Like, it... no, I think he has two left. I think he has two left. Wow, I'm actually happy about that. Like, really, he has two left? I'll take a look right now. Yeah, uh, let me pull up Spotrack. Uh, I think he signed a three. No, this is this is last year. This is last year. Yeah, it is. So. So, um, wow. Um, so we pretty much gave up those deals because I think Boban and Sterling each had a year left. And then 
well, Trey Burke yeah. also your list. We pretty much just swapped expirings. Yeah. And then like, we gave him a pick. Dude, sign me up for this trade 10 times out of 10. Like, literally 10 times out of 10. The, like, the, only, the only real risk, I would say, is the fact that Christian Wood had, like, I guess, disciplinary issues in Houston. But I also feel like, you know, he left a shitty situation for another shitty situation. Get him in a winning situation. And... Who knows? Maybe Kid actually has something that Rick Carlisle would never have in getting players to buy in. And so, well, look, I, mean, I just don't think there's. I feel like this is just such a low downside trade. We gave up only one asset. I, I, I don't. Say. I don't and, even see the downside, Grayson. Like, let's think about this because, like, going he's immediately in, better than Powell. So yeah. Well, he's immediately better than Powell, but also like we were going to have to outright cut players to sign our first round pick anyway. And we, uh, I, I am, you know, sentimentally very, very sad to see Boban go. Like very sad oh, to I'm not. Boban. Let him but, go. But, uh, you know, moving Dwight Powell to the second unit is huge. He honestly just belongs in the trash can because he fucking sucks. But um, he's third unit now. Maxie's still going to be backup center, I think. I think they'll. I think they like that bench unit, small ball five. Well, well, so so then what's the starting lineup look at? We got we got Luca at the one, JB at or we got Luca JB in the backcourt. We got uh, Doe at the four. Uh, are we? Oh, Reggie at the three and Seawood at the five, right? And then we got uh, Maxi coming off the bench. We got Spencer off the bench. We have Tim off the bench. Um, Dwight, Tim, Dinwiddie. Look, man, and Josh Frankie Smokes. In the yeah, in the range of outcomes, like this is already a slam dunk trade. And and my to my point earlier about asking if it's expiring, what it does, Grayson, is you get a whole new level of flexibility with like a 13, 14, he's gonna make 14, 14 million dollar expiring deal. If we get forty games of the season, it's like, look, we don't want him back, it's not gonna work out. Like you can flip him. You can flip him. Opportunity like you got got to be ready when opportunity is there and i am just you know through the moon excited but i think what i am trying to figure out is i guess the trade won't be finalized till draft night because yeah you know, we can't like, trade our pick until draft night yeah but i mean let's go let's go this is better than trading the house for Zach Levine uh but it looks like yeah, he's I just, locked I, in would you – I was asking a buddy. I just got off the phone with him when I saw it. I would say Christian Wood is a for sure top 10 center in the league. I don't know uh, if he – Top 10? I don't know if I would, yeah, I think so. Uh, let me – I guess, like, me, okay, but like, I'm not counting, like, Giannis as a center, but I was counting AD. But, like, I went through a list, and I got to, like, I think eight centers, and then there's a range where I think he's probably – Okay, so let's see. I just put up a list. We have Jokic and Bede. Towns, and I'm just going down stats for points per game at centers yeah. last year. Uh, Vucevic is better. Aiton is better. Bam is better. Gobert is better. Uh, yeah, I mean, Valanchunas I really like, but that's not Okay, I'll take Valanchunas over him as well. Yeah, so that's eight. I do. I would pick Robert Williams. That's nine. Um, I think he's more available than Robert Williams. I think he's, he's, more, still- av- he's more available, but you're asking me, like, all things even, who do you want, Robert Williams or Christian Wood? I want Robert Williams because he's fair. just a force in the post. He's better defensively, and uh, he's he's competent on offense. Um, you know, 
Christian Wood has a way bigger bag. I would say Christian Wood has a way bigger offensive bag. Like we could at least, obviously, he'll be a good, you know, yeah, pick and roll no, guy. I, but like he, he's someone that we wouldn't mind having to give like legit post touches to. I did not realize he's six nine as a center. Christian Wood, yeah. So he averaged eighteen and ten this year. Yeah, look, this is. When do you, um, when when did you ever believe that Dwight Powell was ever going to give you eighteen and ten? No, like Dwight scores ten in a game and you're happy. If Dwight gets uh, eighteen and ten combined points rebounds, I'm happy. Look, so I think my favorite part is we don't no longer have to be those simps for late twenties picks. Oh, maybe Justin Anderson will pan out. Maybe Josh Green will pan out. Oh, Ricky Lado, what about him? Like, no, screw that shit. Like, we're saddling up for next year i love the deal i love it too yeah i am it bumps out the draft a little bit because i was just kind of still getting really deep into some of the uh the potential picks but it doesn't matter i'll go take a bet i I don't give a shit i'll gladly take a fucking christian wood and just be like okay now we they clear that means they clearly identified like yo let's go get him he's available blah 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 like i was sitting there going like all right are we gonna go try to get bomba to take a cut in our like I was I was kind of worrying a little bit and I was like, all right, are we gonna who are we getting rid of to go get a legit center? This is such a slam dunk fucking trade. Just what yeah. we gave up, the the risk and then potentially the reward. I think we'll obviously have his rights now. So if we want to re-sign him, yeah. Like, Sign and trade any any of that shit. Um Ethan, I know you're, you're a listener, feel free to uh, join the car queue and talk, or if you just want to listen, but um, I'll keep talking to Grayson. Um, yeah, I. Uh, this is a significant talent upgrade, like significant. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I couldn't be happier. I'm. I'm so I, uh, I, I can't lie and tell you that I watched a ton of Rockets games, but I do no. always remember. I do always remember when we played him. He always had a. He would always play a really good first quarter against us, and he would try to commit it. And then once the game kind of went on, and he kind of realized that you know it was probably going to be an L, he kind of wavered a little bit. I would say at the end, but I mean, just in terms of seeing what he always would do to us, like he always brought it and dominated Dwight in our matchups. So, dude, Grayson, we are not even a month into our off season, and we are already hands down strictly better than we were in the 2022 season because we literally did not trade a single rotation player and got a guy and got who's now going to be our fifth best player. So now if we're, if we're ranking our players, it goes Luca one, JB two, like Dorian, Dorian Spencer, three, then, four, like Christian Wood five. Dude, yeah. like give us Bradley Beal and, uh, and then uh, we're going to the chip. But uh, no, I'm 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 happy about this. I think this is uh, uh, this is about as low risk and incredible reward as I feel like you can get in a basketball trade. Yeah, like yeah. We, we lose nothing and only have upside to get from the trade. So it's like I could, I, there's no other way to look at it, right? Like, I mean. You know, there is the sentiment that, you know, a first-round pick is a first-round pick. We, but not all first-round picks are, are 
rated everyone. No, no, they're not. But like, you know, you have to think about it. Like we did get Jalen Brunson at 33. Draymond went 38. Um, Jimmy Butler went 30. Jordan Poole went 28 or 29 or whatever. And like, odds are it's not those players. But, and I'm going to be like, we, we also have to be honest here. Like you asked me four years from now, would I rather do this trade or draft a, a future starter at 26, like I'd rather draft the future starter because, because that is how, if you look at all these teams that are successful, they build through the draft. I, and I, you look at those you, teams, the Warriors and them, they already have the core build in place to where they, yeah. and I don't believe that we have that level of a core that we can go look at the Warriors or the Spurs where it's like, hey, we have these three players that are our spine, our culture, our everything locked up, ready to go. They are all by yeah. Like, we don't have those players. We don't have kind of the level of talent that those players were. No, team, team building is so fucking hard in the NBA. Just look at the Celtics for so long, even with hitting it on the draft. Like, did you see Niger Shacks? I'm texting. But, I mean, realistically, they were successful. They made a bunch of conference finals. Like, you know, they were always there. I mean, obviously now they just decided to, you know, get over the hump. But I wouldn't sit there and say that they were a not successful franchise during those years while they were trying to get to the finals. Yeah, yeah. Like, so um, you can also look at Miami to where, like, you know, they get a couple of years in the lottery. They rebuild and then, boom, they just, you know, somehow pull the Jimmy Butler deal. Like, there's definitely a lot of different ways. I mean, they also get the best undrafted guys, though. So, I mean. Look, dude. Dude, so far, Nico's been a fucking stud. Shut and, up. Uh, Shut yeah. Um, this, is, uh, this is all good stuff. Uh, look, we jumped in here right away. I think we both said what we were feeling. Do you have any other, any other thoughts? I, You know. Uh, I'm just kind of curious, what do you think, is there any other moves? Because I kind of could see this being the only move that we made. Yeah, look, you know, our, our the options were, to make a move were limited. Um, the only other move is a suitor for Tim Hardaway Jr., but I think by trading 26, like, the likelihood of us actually trading him goes down significantly. Obviously, this means no Miles Turner. Uh, thank God, no go bear. Everybody can shut the fuck up about DeAndre Ayton. That was never going to happen. Never. Um, yeah. So, so to answer your question, uh, no, I don't expect anything else to happen, and I'm at totally fine with that. I was going to be fine with you know Grayson. J Kid did such a good job his first year. I was going to be fine with like even if we stood pat and we drafted someone at 26 and, you know, we cut Sterling and Marquise. Uh, and... I, I was not allowing us to go into the season with Dwight Palace, our starter. That had to yeah, be- I know. But the last thing I, the last thing I wanted to do though, was make a move for the sake of making a move and like trading two first round picks unprotected for miles Turner, just to upgrade, you know, or trading. I, I don't think that would have been what it was because I mean he's also an expiring. Like oh, there's, I think it would have obviously been like maybe like a real rotation piece and not just you know three bench warmers for a center. But I, I was not going to be okay with Dwight Powell starting next year. Like that's that was something that was very evident that needed to change. Yeah, 
No, that's fair. Um, as far as moves throughout the offseason, well, well, I mean, I'll put it this way. Now, we uh, – this means we'll probably sign Theo, right? Like, we'll give Theo a guaranteed deal. Uh, because cause what this did was uh, – how many players did we trade? Actually, yeah, we traded uh, – we traded Boban, Sterling, Trey, and Marquise, and we got Seawood back. So, that's net three players. I say we signed Theo, so that gives us two more roster spots. We can go sign a freaking undrafted free agent or uh should still be able to have our um, taxpayer exception too at six mil. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow. What we a- should be. I don't think I mean I guess I don't know exactly or wait, how much is Christian Wood making? Do you know if you 14. can put can you put a percentage of a contract into the traded player exception and just only have a piece of it count? I'm or, not sure. That's a good point. Um, because our I know our trade exception is uh, 10.9, and so you said he's making 14 this year. I just didn't know if you could say you put 10.9 of his 14 in the TPE and then just have his like, remaining, like what would that be, like three point something on the books. Um, I'm just looking, I'm already looking at Twitter's reaction, uh, to the trade. Um, and wow. Christian with the last two seasons, 19 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, 51% field goal percentage, 38% three point percentage. Um, wow. Oh, Zach Levine. I know he didn't officially, uh, but Hey, I was listening to your boy, um, Andrew, um, what's his name from Bleach Report? I can't remember his last oh, name. Oh, right Jake now. Fisher? Yeah, Jake Fisher. I was listening to him, and I think uh, Levine's probably going to stay. So, I mean, yeah. obviously, that would have been cool. I think it would have worked really well. But obviously, I mean, you still are giving up some level of a rotation player. Yeah, look, 26 – it's it's literally twenty six for Christian Wood like that's and I was actually really pissed that we gave Marquise a uh, a two year deal guaranteed instead of just a one year guarantee and I was like why are they so stupid with just giving random years guaranteed for no reason but then immediately just getting off that that's amazing um I dude I does Houston wave any of them or like do they just not have enough roster spots like what's the What's the thing with that? Um, let me see. Uh, Rockets. Rockets. Uh, no, that's something else. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's no... Yeah, there's no specifics. Um, apparently, the Rockets were looking to move Christian Wood to clear playing time for Shangun. No, that makes sense. Like, I, I that 100 makes sense that they want to do Shangun and probably Paulo as their as their starters, and then they'll just use. I guess I I don't know if they'll actually play Marquise Chris, but I mean, I guess Marquise Chris can play your backup and stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, I get why Houston moved Wood just to have. 
you know, him off the books and, you know, to get a pick for him. I get that, but I just really thought they would have maybe been able to get like a legitimate rotation piece plus the pick, not just, you know, three scrubs and a late first round pick. Um, I am sad we lost Boban. I'm not going to lie. Like, oh, I love dude. Boban. No, dude. The only reason we I tolerated that man on – he's a waste of a roster spot, and the only reason he was on the team was for Luka. And you know what? Always, it made me real mad. Nothing made me more mad than the Mavs fan at the game that's, like, begging for Boban to get in way too early. Yeah. And you just hear him go, oh, why isn't Boban in? Like, he should be getting minutes. I'm like, no, he shouldn't because he's not a good player. Like – those those are just the absolute worst. So obviously Luca signed off on this. Like there's no there's no doubt in my mind there. So it's not like uh, no, I, I, I doubt they ran this by Luca. Dude, yeah. everything that they do is ran by Luca. If you don't think that, then you're you're sadly mistaken. I can't believe this trade just happened. Um Bro, were you were you kind of shocked at the timing of this? Because I was very caught off guard. Dude, dude my, yeah, my friend, so Ethan, who was in this room, just texted me, I love that trade for you guys. And I said, wait, what? Like, dude, I had just gotten out of the shower ready to go for dinner. Good out for dinner because I'm in California as two hours earlier. I'm still in my boxers because, like, I haven't done shit since this trade news dropped. And... Dude, that's a fucking trade. That is a goddamn trade. Um, I have faith in Kid to turn him around. I think uh, Bleacher, Bleacher Report, Mavs potential starting lineup. Luca, Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, Christian Wood, Dwight Powell. That's... People don't know shit, man. Why is Dwight wow. also in there? And Dorian Finney-Smith and yeah, and Reggie are, are not there. That's uh, that's cancerous. Um, <laughs> we just traded four players that didn't touch the floor in the playoffs for our starting center. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Wow. Um. That's a great trade. That is such a good trade, dude. I'm. Yeah, did you see Bill? Did you see Bill Simmons? Yeah, yeah. Is this is the whole trade. All? What else did the Rockets get? Wait, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is a good. I I, I can't hey, get you... over the quality of this trade. Dude, how did how did Mark Cuban go from just having just an absolute shambolic front office and like culture of the organization to just nailing a monster coach and front office double swap. Yeah. This is kind of wild. Not going to lie. Like uh, this was a lit trade. I, 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 I think I'm still processing it mentally to be honest. Like that's an insanely good trade. Yeah. Um, what else you got? What, so what do we, so, well, let me ask you this, and I think this is probably the more important question. As far as, like, how we think next season's going to go, does it move the needle as far as where we thought we would finish in, in the standings? It definitely helps, because um, I kind of thought that with certain teams getting more healthy 
we're getting healthier, we would kind of slide. But I mean, now having him, I think I think we'll probably still be behind the Clippers and the Nuggets. But I think that gap has been now closed pretty. I want to say pretty like aggressively, but I I feel a lot better against certain certain teams now having a legit center. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, I mean, I think it's safe to say, we, yeah, definitely top twelve. So, uh, it, I, what is the safest thing to say is we went from having a bottom five center to a at worst top fifteen center, and to yeah. make that sort of improvement, and, and 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 not just like yes, in absolute terms, but also like and the skill set meshes with Luca. This guy isn't like a possession post player. Like he can also he space the floor a little too. He spaced the floor. He can make threes. It's kind of a home run in every way. And uh, man, dude, this just fucked up my in a good way. I was ready to just like I got back from work. I was uh, going to you know go to dinner, and you know I'm in the bay, so I like putting on my Boston hat to shit talk Warriors fans and. Uh, but this is a better outcome for the night. Um, uh, I'm still waiting for someone to be like, oh, there's like more details on the trade. Um, hey, Marquise Chris just had knee surgery today, by the way. We'll probably cut him. Um, Dude, that wow. is that just seems like an absolute fleecing. Wow. And like – I would just – would you say already like him and Dorian are now probably our two best athletes on the team? Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I mean, I think THJ is pretty athletic. I mean, um, I'd say Seawood's probably our best athlete. Oh, no, 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 no. It, like, it, it, in absolute terms, Josh Green's still the best athlete on the roster. Josh Green has he's insane the, he's athleticism. The, he, he's, no, he's someone that, like, fakes like he has athleticism sometimes. Like You think so? I mean, he gets – he's literally – if you're in transition, he'll he'll get up. Like, congratulations. But, I mean, yeah, not like he has a, an explosive first step where it's like you just can't stay in front of the guy. Like, there's nothing yeah, like that. That's like, a good point. I mean, I would think if he had something like you'd maybe see it a little bit more on like rebounds where you'd just be like, this guy's got absolute bunnies where he's just jumping and yeah. just getting a lot more boards. I mean, we just never have athletes on the team. So we see someone like when we had DSJ, it's like, oh, this guy's throwing windmills down. We're like, oh, yeah. this, is, this is kind of now he had real athleticism, I would say. But so, like um, in reality, they're like low key ass. Um, no, I would say I would say DSJ had had some respectable athleticism because he could yeah. get by people. But I'm saying Josh Green. Like besides yeah. the fact he's he's got he's six six and he has a little bit of vert so he his dunks look cool but anywhere else like there's no real level of athleticism it's not like he's staying in front of everyone like he's kind of sure. over over height as a defender he's good at steals I would give him some athleticism like his his reflexes and certain things like that but it's not like he's really just overpowering as an athlete like someone that you could, like Anthony Edwards that that is a this man's a prime athlete Job ja Morant. Those kind of guys where they have the vert, yeah, they no, can move, they can move their feet. The fast twitch is there. Like, I mean, I just don't see all. No, and 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 I also want to be as honest as and not hypocritical because since I shit on all these other analysts all the time, like 
I have watched, I have watched Christian Wood. I haven't, you know, intensely dived into his game, his to- all his strengths, all his weaknesses. Because, you know, when you're a fan of a team, you really pay attention to your team. I can tell you more, way more about Dwight Powell than I can about Christian Wood as far as, like, intricacies, idiosyncrasies. That said, like, 18 and 10, like, you're not a scrub if you, no. if you score that. I so, think the only, um, the only issues with Christian Wood, and like you said, I haven't watched him, like, just a ton. But I think it's really just the motor and, you know, his, yeah. his personality. I think those are the real only two things. I feel like he probably is one of those guys that can have some some Carl Anthony Towns moments but, where he just gets some really but, dumb fouls. But, but but you know these are the swings you got to take, man. When you when you don't have a treasure trove of assets, yeah, and you have oh, a this is, superstar like yeah, like, this is you this is really a home this. run, yeah, because it's really just a a talent injection into our team, dude. I'm, I just threw on some highlights of him this year, and him on the little like side not sideline but wing. Pick and roll, yeah. and he's just oh, he's devastating on that. And whether that's Spence, Luca, I'm not sure if Brunson would probably be as good, but you just throw that little pocket pass, and he's just finishing over the top of people. And it's like finally we have someone that can do something like this consistently. Yeah, um, and also the Dwight Powell pump fake might be gone now because actually, if you pump fake with him, you do need a shot shot blocker to go out there and challenge it, and then also. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's going to be Anthony Davis on the floor, but he can at least put it on the floor a little bit if you get him in a closeout. Yeah. Um, no, it's – it's. Uh, he's got balance. He just posts – he's just – there's a good number of posterizers. Evan yeah. Mobley just – Evan Mobley getting dunked on, like that's a legitimate shot blocker. Yeah. Um, it's uh, – and, you know, I, you know what I'm curious about now. And, you know, I was going to think, like, you know, Silas was here, there, if there's any connections, if we could have vetted. But, one, the Rockets wouldn't want to do that. Like, if there's anything negative, they wouldn't tell us. But, um, yeah, damn, I've been at this for 35 but, minutes now. I mean, yeah, right. But, I mean, Carlisle's gone, so I don't know what kid's relationship with Silas would be. But if, if uh, Carlisle was here, I bet you they would have a little chat. Yeah. Um just a great trade, you know. Yeah, man. I'm I'm happy. Let's let's not dive too deep into it or much deeper now. Let's just enjoy it. You know, it's this can divert us from the finals for a little bit. I'm happy. I think this is just another step in the right direction. Um, I'm still will always remain very skeptical of Cuban, um, and then by extension Nico because Cuban really shit the bed for a while. Um, as far as managing this franchise so far, it sounds like Nico's just a stud. Um, only time will tell though. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I'm a hang up. Yeah. Uh, same here. Well, thanks Grayson for, for shooting the shit with me on this. Thanks to the few listeners we had. This was an impromptu episode of sports with a Z Mavs. And in my opinion, fleece the Houston Rockets get a much needed upgrade at starting center. Um, basically just for the price of the 26th overall pick um, in the draft. Uh, that'll, that'll do it. Uh, I'm Zach. This is Sports with the Z, and I'll see you all next time. Thanks.